0: A proud member of EarGlue Media, this is Bad Gamers Anonymous, a podcast dedicated to helping gamers not suck. Their two-step program of Sack Up and Get Good can help even the worst of gamers just be bad. Garrick and Crowley review the latest titles and discuss the latest news and issues. Here are your hosts, Bad Gamer Garrick and Bad Gamer Crowley. Get Good, scrubs.
1: Welcome to episode 59 of Bad Gamers and Models. I am your host, Mr. Crowley, and joining me this week, as he does every week, it is the man with the plan, it's Garrick. I was going to try to rhyme something with plan and I couldn't think of anything.
0: Well, I can't think of anything either. It's me, it's Garrick. How are you doing, Crowley?
1: I'm doing very well, thank you. How are you this evening?
0: I am just really wanting to go back to Red Dead. I also played some Fallout earlier today, and I just want to go back to that as well. Which I'll get some more Fallout time tomorrow. But yeah. All
1: right. Well, I haven't played Fallout yet. I did get the thing saying, you know, follow these instructions if you're going to bait on a console. What is bait? You know what? We'll get into that a little bit later. Uh, let's just, this is the time of the show where we play catch up. Garrick, what have you been up to this week besides, you know, Fallout and
0: Red Dead? Uh, well, not much Fallout, honestly. We'll we'll get into that later. But uh, yeah, been playing Red Dead. Been uh, looking at churches to go to. You should be proud of me, Crowley. I am. Uh, I'm very proud of you. You need other Jesus. Than that, I I need some Jesus in my life. Everybody needs Jesus in their life. Uh, let's other than that, yeah, <laughs> nothing nothing really fantastic. Just mm-hmm. find trying to find Jesus. How mm-hmm. about you?
1: Uh, I did see a text or uh, that said that Christ was uh, on his way, and Christ was the Uber driver.
0: Nice, yeah, nice.
1: That's not really how I expected him to come. Was back. his
0: name Jesus Christ? I
1: don't. I don't think it was. I, I believe it would have been Cristo at that point. I don't. I don't know. I'm not of Spanish descent, so did I just culturally appropriate something? I don't I think, think I did. did. I don't have any cigar news this week, other than uh, a couple of quick things. If you don't. Want to? You don't want to smoke in Oliva, Connecticut. Just FYI, don't smoke it. The first half of it was just great this morning. It was very good. There's some graham cracker, some honey. Uh, there was some coffee notes to it. And then about halfway through, it just started to suck. Uh, and I wanted to throw the stick, but I didn't. Uh, so don't smoke an Oliva, Connecticut. I've heard good things about the Oliva uh, V, Siri V Milano. I, I haven't smoked one of those yet. Uh, and then one of our listeners, Starlord, who is also in our NHL league that is now on hiatus until EA gets their crap together. Uh, he, he made me with his own hands in some woods. He made me an ashtray. To hold nice. my cigars. Yes, it's very nice. It has a drawer in it. I posted a pic on our Dix- Discord.
0: Turn our Discord. Uh, on our
1: Discord. Uh, I don't even... Is that an instrument? No, don't. I can't believe I just went there. <laughs> if you want to join our Discord, go to EarGlueMedia.com, and there's a Discord link at the top right on the on the homepage. Uh, while you're there, make sure you check out the EarGlue Media uh, family of podcasts, including the Cantina Cast and uh, the basement, and there's a couple of more that will be coming soon. They're in the works right now, uh, so look forward to those. But yeah, definitely show some love to our uh, to our brothers, our podcasting brothers over at uh, the the uh, basement and at the Cantina Cast, Jonesy and Albert, and uh, tell them Crowley sent you. Not Garrick. Garrick didn't send them. Crowley. Did. I didn't do anything. Right. So there's your cigar news for the day. Hey, big boys, come smoke some stuffs. On this very nice ashtray that I just got from Star-Lord. Thank you, Star-Lord, for that. It looks great. Can't wait to use it tomorrow night. Uh, so we've got a lot of stuff to cover tonight. And so we're just going to kind of jump right into gaming news. Uh, last week, we talked about this cheater on the Counter-Strike uh, uh, team, Optic. He, uh, His name is Nikhil Forsaken. I- I'm just going to slaughter the name. He's of Indian descent. I'm just going to absolutely. So I'm not even going to try. I would call it smart I, Kumawat. Sure. Kumawat, Kumawat. I don't
0: I don't know if I that's know. right. It doesn't matter.
1: He got uh he got a five year ban. So he was caught cheating last week during the Extremesland Asia Finals. Uh he was also caught cheating um in the uh some the Extreme Land Asia Final and the ESL India Premiership. So he got he was caught cheating twice. But he only got a five year ban. And they said that he got the five year ban because the two cheating incidents were not directly linked.
0: Well, that's—I don't think that was it. It was um, his first ban was actually on Steam. He was playing, and it was a non-competition thing. He was just playing online. He got a, a Valve Steam cheat ban or something like that. Well, he wasn't—he wasn't caught during the other competition six months ago. Um, when they looked back at it, they realized, oh, he was cheating at that time as well. So if he was basically cheating that. twice,
1: he may not have got caught.
0: Yeah. So in my opinion, yeah, he should have gotten a lifetime ban, which is actually the Counter-Strike's eSports e- uh, official policy, is if you're cheating twice, you get a lifetime ban. The first time offense is just a five-year ban. I
1: Yeah, I guess. This is... This is weird. This guy should not be a pro gamer. Now, here's the no, thing: he, he shouldn't. He did apologize to his team, Optic, publicly before the team was disbanded. But the EISC or the ESIC—there's so many acronyms. Uh, they they reached out to him and they wanted—they were like, "Hey, just either plead guilty or say you didn't do it." and we'll have a hearing, and you can present evidence. We want this to be fair. We want this to be, you know, to have justice be served, and justice is blind, so, you know, innocent until proven guilty. He didn't respond. So they issued the five-year ban, and honestly, this guy just needs to never, ever play
0: professionally. He just needs to go away. I forget who did an interview with him. Let's just say Kotaku. And (laughs) Why would you say that? And he, uh, he was quoted saying, I wish I had never installed the game. What? So he, if he could go back in time, like share, then he wishes he could never have actually, he, he wishes he never installed the game in Cher the first place. Cher wanted he to never... turn back time, sir.
1: Well, not go back in
0: time. That what, is a movie. Is turning back time not going back in time? If
1: I could turn back time... That's horrible.
0: That's a horrible share. I'm just going to leave it in.
1: That's how horrible it was. I'm not even going to edit it out, and I'm the one who edits. Uh, Let's talk about, because I want to talk about something happy and fun. So let's talk about the stupid Nintendo Labo.
0: I like this thing. So Nintendo is giving a whole bunch of Labo kits to a bunch of Steam schools. And now I didn't know it was Steam, I thought it was still STEM, but apparently they added a for arts into it so now it's steam schools
1: whatever i don't care i'm going to assume <laughs> that nintendo is trying to take care of a problem that exists in schools. because i'm just going to assume that these steam schools get all of their supplies from amazon prime like the rest of us thus have an overabundance of cardboard boxes that were just going to fill up landfills and recycling plants in the greater New York area where this is going on. And so Nintendo said, no, wait, let's put those to terrible use and let kids build terrible things with Nintendo Labo.
0: I like it. It teaches them engineering. It teaches them uh, real basic kind of programming skills. So the only thing I don't like about this is that it's only going to a hundred schools. It's not going to a whole bunch. And it's only STEM schools or STEAM schools. It's not even going to public schools.
1: Public schools can't afford this. They can't even afford textbooks. They don't have Amazon Prime. STEAM schools might have
0: Amazon Prime. Steam schools have Amazon Prime.
1: Yeah. Now public education, like what would be the public education equivalent of Amazon Prime? Kmart?
0: USPS.
1: No, not USPS. <laughs> USPS delivers Prime here, bud.
0: I don't know about you. I don't I don't know who delivers what. I just get the box. Garrick's Gregarious Games. Hello. My name's Garrick, and I like games. I just want to talk a little bit about my experience playing Fallout 76. I've had a blast with it. Now, it's buggy. It is janky. It's Bethesda. That's to be expected. We shouldn't be accepting that kind of bugginess and jankiness from a big AAA developer, but we give them a pass. Whatever. I'm enjoying the game. I'm definitely picking it up at launch. What I am salty about, however, is that it was only open for four hours on Tuesday night, and it has been closed since. Now, I did get two hours in earlier today. They opened it back up, but it's it's just inexcusable that this game was closed for over three days. We couldn't access it. At this point, this isn't a beta. This is just selective early access for those who pre-bought the game. Um, I still like it, though. I'm still picking it up, like I said. It's still fun. I just don't think it's going to really hook me as deep as Fallout 4 did.
1: So what you're telling me is is that this is not a good game. And what they have released, because this is basically, this is the release version.
0: The, this is the release version. This is two is weeks out from broken. launch. This is it no is, time to actually fix anything. It's
1: broken. It's jank. It doesn't work. It's as if. EA were in charge of it. Almost. Okay. Then I'm not going to play this. I won't even play the beta. I will cancel the pre. I've done done. I won't accept this level of incompetence from gaming uh, uh, studios any longer. I just won't. And I don't think gamers should either. Again, like we said last week, you have to speak with your pocketbook. You have to speak with your wallet. You have to speak with your monies because that's all these, these publishers and these developers understand is, 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 the almighty dollar. So they will not get my almighty dollar. I won't. I, I, I won't. If this game is that terrible where they couldn't even do the, the, the early access, the pre-release beta, because it was just that bad. There were so many things that needed to be fixed. It was closed for three days. You couldn't play it. They were only going to have it open four hours every day. And they couldn't even do that. And then it's going to have a worldwide release win.
0: In like two and a half weeks. It's November 14th is no, the release date. No,
1: absolutely not. You know what? They fix the game maybe the new at the beginning of the new year when games are on sale because nobody's buying games anymore because they all got them for Christmas. You know what?
0: Maybe that's what I'll do. Maybe ah, I'll pick it too up There's many then. things coming out January, February.
1: No, I'm not picking it up. See, you've convinced me. Yeah. Done.
0: Sorry, yeah. Bethesda. There's, there's, there's almost no reason to pick this game up. And it really makes me sad. Now, hopefully, I'll, I'll get to see more. I am having fun with it, like I said. But yeah, if if you're not a Fallout fan already, you might want to avoid this one.
1: I'm gonna pick up Soul Caliber, like I said I was going to do, just to piss off Kotaku. So guess what? Get ready for your November game of the month. Soul Caliber
0: Soul is super fun. Now I haven't talked about this, but let's throw this into Garrick's gregarious games. Soul Caliber Six. Has one of the best character customizations I have ever seen. So much so that people have gone and created just hideous monstrosities like a giant Pikachu and a lizard man <laughs> with a dick bigger than he is. Jeez. Not only that, but he uses his giant dick, it's erect, by the way, as a weapon. There is a character called Valdo, or Voldo who can like bend over and he does like this this hip thrust attack. Well, that's, you're, you're getting thrust with a giant dick. It is amazing. You're
1: making me not want to play this game. I certainly So not won't be only playing it do online. you
0: have super skimply clad ladies like now Ivy. Now you're trying mm, to make me Ivy. want to play
1: this game again and it's working. I'm just going to say.
0: But if you so choose, you can also have giant dick lizards.
1: All right. Well, that's the quality right there.
0: That is equality. So screw you, Kotaku. Uh,
1: yeah, exactly. Screw you, Kotaku. Uh, it sounds like feminism is alive and well in Soul Calibur because, you know, boobs and penises.
0: Welcome to Crowley's Corner. Hey, big boy. Want to play some games? Yeah.
1: I don't have a Crowley's Corner this week because, honestly, there's so much to cover. A Crowley Corner, Crowley's Corner is going to be in the Spider-Man, uh, the Heist DLC review we're going to get to. It's going to be in the Ghostbusters world uh, we're going to get to where Utini Utini called us both numb nuts because he's playing the Ghostbusters world and he blames now, us
0: for in it. In all fairness, it was very lovingly him calling us numb nuts. It I was a loving numbnuts. I don't nuts. know if
1: I've ever heard anyone being lovingly called a numnuts,
0: He he was happy that we introduced him to this game. I don't
1: I don't know. I don't know if that's accurate. But before we get into any of that, and skipping Crowley's Corner this week, hey big boys, there's no games to play right now. Except Aww. what we're about to talk about. Yeah. Red Dead Redemption 2, first impressions. Let's just get right to it, Garrick.
0: Yeehaw howdy partner.
1: Is this I'm just gonna ask a question right off the bat and we can and we can just go from there. Is this game of the year yes material no it's not
0: yes no. yes
1: you are not the first person that i've heard say that today you're not the last person that will say this and i am sure that i am probably the only person on the planet saying yeah, i don't really think this is game of the year material but w- i mean next week when we do a full review we'll have a special guest here next week uh the herd uh, who's in our Discord channel? He'll be here talking about it. Uh, he was really excited for this game, so he'll he'll be here in the BGA Studios live with Mister Crowley uh, and Garrick, uh, uh, who is at his remote location somewhere in Colorado in the mountains where NORAD is. And uh, well, well, the three of us will uh, will discuss uh, if this is truly game of the year worthy once we get a little more time under our belts. But let's talk about. Did you think or was I the only one that thought they were going to go like the Donner Party direction when this game started?
0: Uh, I don't get that reference. How
1: do you not know? OK, public education at its finest. The Donner Party was stuck in the mountains, in the Rocky Mountains, I believe. And uh, they got stuck for a month or so because of snowstorm and only a couple of them, you know, survived because cannibalism.
0: Mm, gotcha. So yeah, I did that's, not think that That's where I thought that was going. I really I didn't know did. This I know. Wow, that's sad.
1: No, really, that's sad. Um <laughs> there was supposed to be a companion app with this game.
0: Yeah, I I haven't even looked for it and it's not out yet. Is it not? I out? just
1: looked no, I looked for it on, on Google Play and it's not there. So don't go downloading all this other crap on Google Play that says Red Dead Redemption 2, because it ain't it.
0: Yeah. You know, viruses. Fandom, there. wallpaper, countdown, yeah. no, Wild West, there. redemption.
1: Yeah. Don't don't download that crappy game. No. Yeah. So, so there's no companion. So what this companion app is going to do, it's going to allow you to have two screens.
0: Yeah. It's supposed to be an interactive map. You can actually like set your uh, like where you want to go on the map and things like that.
1: That seems pretty ballsy. Like that seems like a lofty goal. I don't know how well it's going to work, Garrick.
0: It's pretty impressive that, to this day, Nintendo's Wii U is still influencing games as big as Red Dead Redemption 2.
1: This is not a thing. Please don't go down this road. I will edit all of this out.
0: But you have two-screen experience, Crowley. You're, but you're that's playing not the up Wii U. That's there just on the TV, tri- and okay. then you have a second screen down with you.
1: Give me your first impressions of this game, Garrick. You, you missed the Donner Party reference. You're bringing up the Wii U. You're not off to an auspicious
0: start. No, I'm not. I I really like this game, and it definitely was a slow start for me. There are a couple things I don't like about it, like how long it takes to loot items. Um, I did realize that if you just hold the square button, then you can just kind of stand in front of an area, and your character will keep picking things up, so that's convenient. Um. Other than that, the controls for like moving up and down in line, I don't get. Maybe it's just me, but my, my horse just keeps veering off to the side. You're supposed to be able to hold X, and it automatically follows the trail. My horse does not. He just It'll keep his same pace, but he'll just go straight. He won't actually follow the trail. I don't think it's supposed
1: to follow the trail,
0: is it? I thought it was supposed to.
1: I think it's just you keep pace with the horse that's next to you.
0: That too, if you if you double tap then and hold, then it keeps pace with the person next to you. Right. But not but if follow the trail. Yeah, if you're just told I don't next, think that's, you should.
1: Look, I I'll look into it this week cuz I don't think that's right. There's there's supposed to be something else. I think I I believe you're thinking of Assassin's Creed that does that.
0: It does do that as well. Um yeah. but there there was something else. I think if you set a waypoint as well, he's supposed to automatically follow uh, wherever the path well, is. Well, what if you're off the trail? Because I don't
1: know about you. How often do you go off the trail? Go I off go the off time. the trail
0: constantly. Yeah. There's so if you're off the so trail. Many little varmints to hunt.
1: How many people have you murdered?
0: Uh, In cold blood? Well, yeah. Maybe. Like
1: Han Solo style from the movie Solo. I how many have you murdered in
0: cold blood? I did not watch Solo. You're not missing much. That's what I've heard. <laughs> um, uh, uh, That wasn't a story objective. I think I've only murdered one person. Man, uh, that was I'll just a murder a objective. whole ton
1: of them and then just go back to the save before.
0: Nice. See, I would do that, but I don't need to get those homicidal, you know, I, I don't need that homicidal outlet. I'm oh, okay. I do.
1: I absolutely do. I need it
0: constantly. Fair enough. Fair enough. So.
1: I, look, uh, is the story grabbing you in your special places?
0: It's starting to. Um, it's not so much the overarching story itself. It's really the smaller stories that you get to really experience with all the individual characters. I'm starting to care about each individual character in my camp, whereas before they were just, you know, person number one and person number two. You, you have a name, maybe I'll remember it one day. But <laughs> I I am starting to care about my character. In the beginning, he seemed a little like a blank slate. But as I'm playing with him more, I'm realizing that, no, he he does have a personality. It just has this gruff overtone that kind of really, really covers up everything. But it's starting to peel back in layers, and I'm starting to really like... Like an onion. Shrek. Have you I wanna that said, have you experienced the drunk scene in the bar yet where you're looking for Lenny?
1: I don't Lenny. Like leaping Lenny Pafo?
0: No, his name's just Lenny. He Lenny might have a last name. I don't know. When you get to that scene, God, I can't wait for you to play that scene. Um, it was one of the best experiences I've ever had. Is that had when you get thrown through the game?
1: window? Like I don't want to no. get too spoilery here.
0: No, the, the thrown through the window thing is in the trailers. Everybody's seen that, okay. Um, which is very early on in the game. So you don't have to worry if you're running spoiler free and
1: probably not. I probably haven't done like <laughs> I feel like I'm playing this game very slowly.
0: Yeah. And that's the thing. This is a very patient game. It's very it meticulous really in what you're doing. And I still don't know what I'm doing. There are things that you're supposed to be able to do, like upgrade your camp, and I don't know what I'm supposed to do to do that. There's one you go where to the you, ledger. How do you not know how to do that? There's go a to the ledger. ledger? Where you
1: go to donate to your camp, there's a ledger right next to it. You go to uh, the
0: ledger. See, I hit the donate thing. I've put like 150 bucks into that pot. Um, and, I know you and can, gentlemen,
1: this is why Garrick is on Bad Gamers Anonymous. You can he is indeed a bad gamer.
0: You can upgrade certain cosmetic things. If you go to the butcher, like he can put like deerskin rugs down or bear rugs. Right. But the only way to do that
1: is to unlock the leather tools for him Mm. at the ledger. And in fact, when you read that, it says you can unlock the leather tools by going to the ledger next to the donations.
0: Yeah. I don't read that much. Okay.
1: Just wanted to. Thanks for clearing that that up, buddy. You're welcome. Well, I'm hoping that there's some other people out there that might need some clarification as well uh so the, the the attention to detail in this game is amazing it's astounding yeah. so we talked about this a couple of weeks ago where uh there are horse ball physics in the game where they shrink as it gets colder there's
0: there's some massive horse ball physics in this game
1: somebody said they saw their horse poop i haven't seen my horse poop oh i've yet, seen but my I'm, horse poop i ha- i put a long tail on it because i look we have a cat and it shows us its butthole all the time. <laughs>
0: So I didn't you, want to see that on my horse. Like I still see enough see butthole poop. I mean, it hits the ground. It's, it's oh not no, like... I don't watch the ground either. I don't want to see it poop. So one of the the most just weird moments I had with this game was when I pulled back up to my camp. Um, this was still in the tutorial area, and there was a bunch of snow on the ground. And I hitched my horse, and then I realized there's a bunch of yellow snow and brown spots on the ground right around the horses. <laughs> and it's just it it was a weird thought in my head it was like has any other game gone to that level of attention
1: no. you can you, your like hair the grows witcher. your facial hair grows yep i know that this happens in the witcher too like the witcher does a lot of this and, and has done a lot of this well but the witcher this one, your hair doesn't it to the, grow you just go it to the, the next barber level right this takes it to that next level.
0: Yeah, this is definitely next level stuff.
1: Like, if you stay awake, your stamina bar just goes away.
0: Yeah, and there's a ton of different stats, and I haven't really realized exactly the full extent of them. <laughs> like, you have a, a core to your health and a core to your stamina, Right. and that's dependent on your sleep and your hunger, and if you go to... Hungry for too long, or if you go awake for too long, then that core diminishes, and then your stamina or your health won't replenish at all by itself.
1: You can gain and lose
0: weight in this game. And you have different stats dependent on it. It's so just, if you there's so
1: in depth, this is yeah, this is literally the fantasy football of RPGs. That's kind what this of. game is. Yeah. There yeah. is so much to it.
0: I mean, that, I love the weight thing. Because yeah. if you need a lot of health in a mission, you're like, okay, I'm about to go do a shootout, I'm going to get shot a lot, eat a bunch of food, get fat, you have more health, less stamina. If you need to go do a sneaking mission, you go fast, um, fasting rather, you don't eat, and you actually lose health, but you gain a whole bunch of stamina. So I really like that min-max system.
1: Yeah, I don't care. I just go in typically. Guns blazing. But that's the other thing I wanted to touch on with this is that there seems to be more than one way to skin a cat, as my grandmother used to say.
0: How many cats did your grandmother skin?
1: I didn't ask. It kind of freaked me out. But the moral of the story is don't always go in with guns blazing because there might be a better way. Yeah. Uh, And in fact, uh, I actually befriended some dude like he he needed venom sucked out of his leg. Suck the venom out of his leg. Just some random dude. It's right up next to his crotch. It's supposed to be it's supposed to make you uncomfortable. Just do it.
0: Oh, God, I haven't come across that yet. Have you come you get across? A free, you get a free weapon nice. yeah, at the
1: uh, at the uh, uh, at the gunsmith there in
0: Valentine. Okay. Yeah, I will definitely suck that dude's crotch area.
1: That's the weirdest thing you've ever said, and it makes me uncomfortable, but in a very pleasant way. Uh, I want Good. I want it real quick. Uh, the this game has already gone down in Crowley's book of infamous games. Oh. Because it may be the goriest game I've ever played, and I'm going to tell everybody why.
0: I haven't seen that much gore. Tell us why, Crowley. So
1: there's a mission where you've got to go find gunslingers, like old gunslingers, and get their story. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Have you done this yet?
0: I started it, but I haven't gone to any of the gunslingers yet.
1: So I went to the chick gunslinger first, because that was the only one that was on the map. Mm Mm-hmm. And once I got done there, I was just, I killed like a deer and I was just going to take it and sell it. And there was some dude who fell off his horse and he's like, I need help. I need help. So I went to help this guy out, put him on my horse and I rode him to the nearest town, got him to the doctor. This is just one of those. So it's not really a side mission. It's certainly not a story mission.
0: Oh, is this the amputation? But this is,
1: yeah. So this is like one of those events, like a white. It shows up on your map as a white blip, and you can either help people or not help people, as the case may be. And it and it helps with your honor. So your honor either goes up or down, which will – that will be the last thing we talk about here with our first impressions. So I, I helped this dude out. I took him to the doctor, and the doctor said, okay, you're going to want to leave now because I need to amputate this dude's arm. And the doctor was very adamant that I had to leave. However, the doctor was too busy helping the patient to force me to leave. So I stayed and watched, and yes, certainly, sure enough, Bethesda, or not Bethesda, Rockstar, rather, put in the game an a arm amputation <laughs> full of blood and sawing noises and bone-crunching. yeah. Uh, my wife walked in, and she goes, I'm not going to watch whatever it is you're doing.
0: Yeah, I heard about this. Um... I'm pretty sure if I ever come across this, or when I come across this, rather, I'm probably going to leave. I don't do no. Well with don't that.
1: leave. I, I m- moved the camera around like I should have just started. I should have paused it, and I should have started streaming, and just no, put on there. You know, no uh, limb amputation, Red Dead Redemption two. I I would be uh, I'd be viral right now.
0: No, I'm sure. I I'd, I'd have, have
1: done all it. the gamer chicks like I want don't... want to know me.
0: False. Every woman on the internet is really a
1: dude. And they're all French models. <laughs> so are you going you... are you going Jedi or are you going Sith?
0: Oh, I'm going straight up Jedi.
1: See, I'm going straight up like gray
0: Jedi Sith.
1: Like I don't care. It just depends if you're an idiot, I'm probably not going to help you out. And I'm and there are some that I have like there's like a one-armed hat. civil war vet. See, I went full on black hat. Like I am the man in black.
0: Nice. Yeah. So. Yeah, I totally gave that Civil War guy a hug.
1: Yeah, I did too, and I wish I hadn't. I kind of want to shoot him in the head now. <laughs> uh, it's just, he's just sad. And now, there,
0: there's one other random event I came across I just want to talk about. Have you come across the guy who's trying to shoe his horse off the side of the road? No. This was one of the coolest things I've seen in the game as well. It was super minor. It's like, I guess it's not a spoiler because it's not story related at all. It's just a cool experience. Do you want me to tell you or not?
1: Sure. I don't, like, here's the thing. Some of these don't work. What do you mean? Well, like, there's a kid throwing a stone in the river. Yeah. And and he's talking about how this girl is with some other dude. hmm I can't do anything. I, I could tell the kid to, you know, sack up and get good, but that's it and then nothing happens and then he still is a white blip.
0: I heard about this. You can go up and you can antagonize him and he'll run away and you can keep antagonizing him. Is and he he'll crying? be like, "Oh gee, mister, why are you being so mean?" And then he'll start like running away from you.
1: I need <laughs> to find this kid again.
0: It's it's pretty funny. Yeah, that's probably the one black hat moment I'm going to be cuz you can you can yell out to him like, "Hey, what you yelling about, you pansy? He's like, oh, gee, mister, I just I just want to be alone right now. Please don't mind me. And you can keep antagonizing him and be like, stop crying, you sissy boy.
1: Oh, well, I need to find that kid again and do that. Yeah. I want to bu- bully a child. Him. It's a good time. I want to bully a child in a game. But All the, right, the it's a guy who this is, is
0: shoeing the horse on the side of the road, I saw him shoeing the horse. He was struggling. So I was like, okay, cool. I'll pull off here, see if I can give him a hand. I didn't call out to him or anything first. Uh, I just pulled up beside him and I startled him. He was like, Oh, oh, what the and then because he got startled, it startled the horse. So his horse kicks, kicks him right in the head, and he is dead. That's awesome. Uh this man I, dies I, because I tried to help him.
1: <laughs> well, the dumbest thing I've done in the game so far, and we'll leave it at this and we'll 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 start talking about other things, uh, is uh I, I ran into a tree with my horse. Oh, I've done re- that
0: many times. I had to
1: revive my horse.
0: Ooh. <laughs>
1: That's how hard I ran into the tree.
0: <laughs> that yeah, the first time I ran into a tree, I was like, wait, what? You can run into things? My character just doesn't stop. He actually like falls off and hurts himself.
1: Yep. So we'll leave it there. Uh I, I will also tease that I don't think this is game of the year material, and I have seven several reasons why. Gary thinks that it's Game of the Year material. We'll see what the herd thinks next It's going to win Game of the Year. It will, but I don't think that it should. So Uh, this is
0: the highest rated game of this generation? I don't care. I'm not a sheep. This is the second highest rated game of all time.
1: I am not a sheep. I will have my own opinions, and I will give you reasons for those opinions. you can
0: have your own opinions. You are in the super minority. Super minority. I'm all right with that.
1: I really am. We'll see what the herd thinks next week. So uh, please look forward to it, as Yoshi P from Final Fantasy 14 says all the freaking time.
0: Uh, let's, uh, let's talk about
1: Spider Man: The Heist DLC because I got balls deep in Black Hat.
0: Nice. I, I have not done anything.
1: You are a terrible gamer, and you I'm should a very bad.
0: bad gamer. I'm sorry.
1: So this is going to be very spoiler heavy, I guess, for the story. So if you haven't played the heist on Spider-Man and you're looking forward to it, you can fast forward 10, 15 minutes uh, and you 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 can come back and listen to this later. But I'm just going to tell you right now, if you haven't, you should probably pause this podcast, go play it and then come back because it's, it's really that good. Uh, so you do get balls deep in Black Cat. Basically, the story is uh, that uh, Black Cat is back. She's working with the mob. You don't know why she's working with the mob. She convinces the gullible Peter Parker that she has a child and that the mob, uh, Hammerhead, has kidnapped her child and she needs to get her child back with your help. Young Parker believes that this could be his child because he was, in fact, balls deep in Black Cat. Right. So then is this or is this not? A spidey cat child.
0: Here, here's the thing, though. Here's spidey the kitten? thing. Already, yeah. the story is flawed because is not Black <laughs> Cat the greatest thief ever? Could she not just steal back her child?
1: Mm, I don't. I don't know if she is, and I don't care. I can tell you for sure she is hot. <laughs> that's what yeah, I can tell well, you. For
0: sure. That's that's a fact.
1: Uh, so a gang a gang war ensues because everyone's after these these drives that she keeps stealing from these pieces of art. Uh, her daddy shows up and again convinces a gullible Peter Parker to do his dirty work for him and then says, take care of my little girl. After Peter Parker hands over priceless artifacts that this man stole 20 years ago. Like, Peter Parker is just the dumbest guy on the planet. Yeah. For, a, for, for a smart guy, he's really stupid. Oh, and then Screwball got loose. Ugh, I hate those challenges. We'll get to that. Uh, here's what I really enjoyed about this heist. The heist DLC. There is a ton of sexual innuendo that Black Cat has with young, gullible Peter Parker. There is a lot of double entendre there is a ton of sexual tension, and the voice actors of boy, of both Black Cat and young, gullible Peter Parker do an amazing job. It's hard enough as a actor to get that kind of chemistry and that kind of tension in a live-action sequence, in a live-action movie, in a live-action show. For a voice actor, I feel like that would be ten times as hard to get that chemistry with somebody else. Like you could be the greatest voice voice actor on the planet, but to get that connection with somebody that you may or may not be in the same booth with like that's, that could be a little difficult. These two pull it off and it's amazing. And it made me love black cat even more because of the voice acting. It was just phenomenal. It was superb. It was in fact sublime. So I, I really enjoyed that. I also want to say that Black Cat is greater than Mary Jane in this in this uh, iteration, in this universe that they've created on the PlayStation 4. Now, I realize being a Spider-Man fan that in the really real fake comic book universe, Mary Jane is hotter than Black Cat. I get that. She's a model. She's super sexy, redhead Mary Jane. In the game, she's not. They kind of went with the um, I'm going to try my best to not be political about it, but they kind of went with the f- feminism view of Mary Jane. She's powerful. She's she's empowered. She is logical. She she is a, a career minded woman and she's a journalist and she's not a model. So they've kind of changed it up and that's fine. I, I don't have a problem with it. With Black Cat, they kept Black Cat, Black Cat, and Black Cat is sexy, and she is hot, and she's amazing, and she may be the best burglar on the planet. I don't know. I, I do know she's the hottest, and that's really all that matters. Uh, at one At one point, Black Cat makes a masturbation reference. It is a flat-out masturbation reference to the young and gullible Peter Parker. And so I was flustered, as was he because it was amazingly that <laughs> was amazingly done. Absolutely spot on. So good. So good. And then uh MJ fails at a peanut butter and chocolate reference. Like just absolutely fails. So if you if you follow our social media on Instagram uh bad gamers anonymous or on on Twitter uh again at uh bad gamers anon. Uh you would have seen that I tweeted out Jonesy made a <laughs> made a, a a a fake news uh a newspaper headline in it. It uh, part of the newspaper said uh, Mary Jane, uh, Black Cat and Mary Jane, colon peanut butter or something. It was hilarious. Jonesy put some work in it because he had some five minutes that he wasn't doing anything. Go check that out. It's rather funny. And then he, there's a couple cigar references. So just basically what I'm saying is follow us on social media. And while Do you're it. there, follow the, the basement and Cantina Cast. Do it. Uh, yeah. So anyway, I, I feel like that was really well done. And the story was really well done. I feel like the story was written, I mean, it's only a three or four hour DLC, and yeah, it kind of left on a cliffhanger. And the cliffhanger isn't whether or not the kid is Peter Parker, it's just FYI.
0: So you did finish the DLC? Oh, yeah. Okay. So, question regarding that. I've heard that it almost feels like this small little story arc is kind of like a comic book, the way it it ends and it has a bigger arc. So... I'm actually more excited to play this when all three DLC has come out so I can just experience it all in one go.
1: Uh, you, you know what? That You could probably do that and get the same amount of enjoyment from it. But I'm still going to spoil the crap out of it every time it comes out. because That's it's just totally fine. So good. Uh, so basically, there's a ton of things to do in this uh, new uh, DLC. However, it's not in every section. You remember that New York uh, is cut into different boroughs. Not every borough has things to do. In fact, some of the northern boroughs on the map don't have anything to do. There's nothing new there. Uh, But you can stop mafia crime. There's screwball challenges. I hate screwball. I think she's a terrible character, a terrible villain, and I hated the challenges to begin with. Uh, We talked last week that there were three new suits. The three new suits are there, and they're pretty easy to unlock. Like, it's just play the game and finish all the stuff to do. You get all the suits. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. You can find the uh, stolen paintings, like I said, for Black Cat's Dad. Uh, All of these were straightforward and didn't really require a whole lot of thought, but it made you want to push the story. Uh, The set pieces were extremely well done, like very well done. There were a couple of very big set pieces, uh, and even the one that I hated, where you're chasing a subway train through the tunnels while Black Cat is on the subway. I hated that one. It looked great. Very well put together. Like I said, the voice acting is—it was on point. It was very well done. Black Cat is sexy as all get out. The sexual tension between the two—I'm going to rate it and I'm going to give this DLC a nine out of ten. Nice. So that's pretty good. It's very good. It's very good. If screw—if they had given us a better villain other than Screwball for these challenges, this would have been a ten out of ten. I just don't like the villain. So this is, that is probably the only thing you didn't like about it. That's was the, the screwball it, that's challenges? it. That's it. That's the only thing. So this is probably nice. a legit 10 out of 10. Nice. And I still say, and we'll talk about it more in depth here uh, as, as the the year winds down. This may be better than than Red Dead Redemption. Now, Red, Red Dead Redemption 2 is certainly a, the largest game of all time. Like, it's mm. just massive. Oh, yeah. And while oh, yeah. when we were in New York, it felt very big. It now feels very small in comparison. So I'll make that comparison, but still nine out of 10, 10 out of 10, just because I don't like screwball. So
0: Fair there enough. You
1: go. let's talk about Ghostbusters world. Garrick.
0: let's please.
1: I don't hate this game. Oh, wow. <laughs> right? Like you would think that I would absolutely hate this game. I don't hate this game. This is a Pokemon go
0: ripoff. Oh yeah, absolutely.
1: How did you find this game?
0: Uh, so I am not that big of a Ghostbusters fiend or fan. Um, I love the movies back in the day, of course, except for the new one. I haven't even gone and seen it. Good man. The the people I follow mostly for my video game kind of news and, and more so entertainment is kind of funny games. And Greg Miller of their is a huge Ghostbusters fan. And so he's been talking about this game for months. He even did a promotional ad for them for the game as well. Um, They also had a sponsored Let's Play for the game. So they've been covering it a lot. And so as soon as I heard about it and saw it in the store, I just put a quick pre-register for the game so I can get in as soon as it's available. I got the notification it was available, downloaded it, and yeah, loved it.
1: So I tried to download this last week when you told me about it. Mm -hmm. It wasn't letting me download it.
0: Which is curious, and I'm wondering if it was only available for those who pre-registered first.
1: I don't know. It said that I was pre-registered. That's all it let me do was pre-register. Okay. Within 48 hours, I was able to download it. Cool. Right. So I got into this game, and like I said, it is a Pokemon Go ripoff. Oh, yeah. It is a straightforward Pokemon Go ripoff. However... It has some elements that Pokemon Go doesn't have. So they've taken the Pokemon Go structure, and they've kind of, as far as I'm concerned, I think they've improved upon it. I agree. Uh, So there is a story mode with this mobile game. Yep. It's not just you running around getting ghosts and then fighting other people with the ghosts that you've captured and then leveling those ghosts up. There's an actual story mode that allows you to just do this on your own. You don't have to interact with anybody. And... You don't even have to walk around. I've gotten a ton of ghosts just sitting here. It's like they just keep popping up. Well, I may yeah. not get like the the uber rare ghost doesn't seem to matter. I can still plow through story.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And that, that's something I really like is that you really don't have to get up and go around to hunt down these ghosts.
1: Uh, and then if your AR isn't working, so this this works just like Pokemon Go. With, with your uh with the AR. It's not VR, which is virtual reality. It's AR, which is uh, uh, altered reality. Is that how Ag- what it is? Augmented. Augmented, thank you. I couldn't think of the word. I'm old, and that happens sometimes.
0: That's okay. Uh,
1: augmented reality. And if that doesn't work, you can go into basic mode, and the ghost just pops up somewhere in, around you, and you can get to it.
0: Yeah. What I've so, actually done is I've turned off augmented reality and and i've turned off the gyroscope controls so that it i don't have to look like a weirdo like moving around my body everywhere trying to capture these ghosts i just kind of play it like a normal phone game
1: right which is what you should probably do it will keep you from you know falling off cliffs like that's these kids true. did with pokemon go that's true that happens so happened. the sto- yeah so the story mo- story <laughs> mode uses ray and egon and winston and Venkman. It doesn't use the new Ghostbusters, thank God. It thank uses goodness. the old ones. So I really enjoy the story. And basically, if you don't know who Sam Hain is, it's because you didn't watch the Ghostbusters cartoon in the 90s. Sam Hain is in this game. I didn't know he was in the game. When does he come? He pop is up? in the game. If he, you go through the story mode, and like in the end of the, uh, end of the tutorial, he is the big villain.
0: Huh. You huh. haven't gone
1: through the story mode very much, have you?
0: Huh. Apparently not. I thought I'd I, I beat the tutorial, though. I'm going to go with no, you haven't.
1: Sam Haynes right. in the game. The God of Halloween is in this game. Amazing. So for those of us that grew up watching that cartoon, yeah, I was pretty excited that they, that they threw him in there. So I think this, I, I'm going to assume then, because the characters kind of look like the cartoon characters from that show i'm going to assume that this takes place in that universe which is yeah amazing I think it does. I'm not, yeah uh so let's talk about the sound effects the sound effects of this game man it's they're straight out the movie
0: oh yeah they're absolutely out the, like the the wii u wii u of the uh ghostbuster e- vehicle ecto-1 the ecto-1 thank you buddy
1: you're welcome like how big of a ghostbusters fan are you just out of curiosity
0: I'm not, I mean, I'm not a real big fan of anything. I really, really liked the movies, but I I never went and studied the lore. And I am going to cut that out.
1: And that's going to be when we, uh, uh, that's going to be part of the intro now with Bad Gamer Garrick. And it's just going to say, I'm not a real big fan of anything.
0: (laughs) I'm okay with this.
1: All right. Uh, So uh, the sound effects are on point. The music is on point. The music, I think, is. I've done very well. It's not the new Ghostbusters theme crap. it's, yeah, it's the the, it's OG. the old one. Yeah, so I, I do
0: appreciate that. Every time I start up the game, I do get to sing along with the original Ghostbusters absolutely. theme.
1: My daughter loves it. She's sitting there, you're standing there, dancing around to it. So
0: <laughs> awesome! Yeah, she absolutely loves it.
1: Uh, let's talk about the mechanics of the game. So the mechanics of the game are basically: you find a ghost, you get the ghost health down. You have to you shoot capture it with the ghost.
0: your plasma. With your Plasma. You know what I mean?
1: Yeah, you don't know the name of a you No. <laughs> with your proton pack.
0: Proton pack.
1: Oh, Garrick, you make me laugh. Sh- yeah, so it. you shoot it with your proton pack and then you capture it with uh with the ghost trap, with the floor trap. Uh, and then it's just random. Like you can get the ghost down to where it's knocked out, where you don't disintegrate the ghost, because you can do that too. But you get it down. To where it's just, it's un, it's it's knocked out, it's unconscious, and then you can get it in the trap. It's just randomly generated whether or not it's going to come out of the trap. Yeah. Which did means you have to throw out another trap and you have a finite amount of traps. Now you can build traps. I haven't run into anything I've had to pay for yet.
0: Yeah, I haven't really had to pay for anything, which is really nice. Um, I have run out of traps before, and you can you can craft your own traps, which is really nice, and it costs next to nothing. It's like yeah. 50 gold pieces or whatever the currency is, and I currently have like 50,000 gold pieces, so I'm not even concerned. Yeah, it's not but hard to
1: get money in this game. No, and then no, not at all. The story mode is you take the ghosts that you have captured, you, you basically train them up, and you go through and you fight other ghosts, NPCs. Yeah. You don't have to fight anybody else. And there's a there's whole a story up behind it.
0: Turn based RPG style to it. Yep, and I think the graphics are pretty, pretty well done. They're okay. I mean, they're very cartoonish, but they're you know not awful. No, they, I think like they work for this 2D game. Sprites or something. Right.
1: And I haven't run into any issues with this game, like any bugs or anything like that. Uh, I'm really digging this game, so I, I would encourage everybody out there to pick this up, uh, and you can just blame us two numbnuts like Utini did.
0: The only thing I don't like about this game is that when I'm going through my ghosts, I have no way to organize them by power level, by rank, by class. It should
1: automatically do it by rank, so I have a couple of three-star ghosts, three- or four-star ghosts. Those all are automatically front and center, like very front, front of the pack.
0: Yeah, that is not for me. The only option I have is at the bottom right is to just by time, whether ascending or descending, when I caught them.
1: Uh, the other thing that I do, uh, uh, I have basically, because <laughs> you can decraft your ghosts. Basically, I don't, mm-hmm. I don't know what they call it in game, but you, and then you get materials from them. I've done that to all the ghosts that I don't use.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's really no point to have any of those ghosts. Maybe when we get to higher levels and we'll want to Maybe. create teams that are a certain element type or something, but yeah, there's no point to it. And deconstructing each ghost gives you uh, ectoplasm to be able to use to upgrade your other ghosts, as well as give you uh, gold for your upgrades, for crafting, for whatever.
1: Yeah, no, and, and, and so far I have out-leveled the starting levels.
0: Oh yeah. All all my guys are three stars with uh, level 20 or higher.
1: Yeah. Level 20 or higher. And everything I'm fighting is like level six. Yeah. So it's not hard to three star those levels. So I don't know. I would say pick it up. I, you know what? I'm going to be very generous to this game because this game is fun to play. I don't mind, you know, that it can take the battery down, especially when using augmented reality. Uh, I'm going to give this game a solid 7.5 out of 10.
0: Oh, nice. I was going to give it an 8.
1: There you go. So we're about on the same page. I mean, unless you use the Garrett curve, which means that this game's technically a 5. And I was just being extremely generous.
0: No, the game's in 7.75. There you go. Between the two of us, it's a 7.75.
1: I don't think that's accurate because you just it gave it a on 5.
0: 40-point scale. No. You, you did. No.
1: That's how this works.
0: That's, Bad Gamers that's Anonymous 7.75 Ghostbusters World. By the way, Crowley, yes, sir. I forgot to tell you earlier, yes, but Ossature. I have no way to work it into conversation. But Ossature is the arrangement of bones in the skeleton or a body part or the structure or framework supporting a building or sculpture.